It's the Nice Guys Podcast. We're back, and Noah has coronavirus. Ah, the Bud Light virus is getting me. Um, I'm kidding. Noah is fine. Just kidding. I'm, I'm fine. Noah? It did enter Morgantown, though. Did you see that? I did see that. Four people in uh, self... Uh, what's, it, what's it called? Con- is it confinement? Quarantine. Quarantine? Maybe. I don't yeah, know. it's quarantine. Self-quarantine. Self-inflicted quarantine. They were like, ah, I'm sick. I got the coronavirus. Good for them. Good for them. Hey, thank you. Shout they out probably to just have the flu. The real soldiers. For being honest. Most likely. Um, what do you want to talk about today, Noah? Uh, we have a huge guest coming up later in the episode. Yes, we do. That's going to be the best part of the show today. We have already recorded this, that part of the show. It's ridiculous. It's the best interview we've ever done. No offense to any of the interviews we've ever done. Uh, stay tuned for that interview. You'll have to listen to find out who it is. Or it'll be in the title of this podcast. Whatever one comes first. Or you already know. Yeah, most likely you already know. Uh, it was... Interesting week for WVU sports. Mm-hmm. WVU sports. Got it. Gotta say it the right way. Yeah. Uh, we won versus Iowa State. Kansas State as well. I, that game happened after we. After recorded. we did the podcast. Oh, we lost to Texas year. Tech too. And that happened. After the podcast, it's been yeah, that long. Recorded on Tuesday. Sorry, listeners. It's been. It's been, it's been a long. while. Sorry about that. Well, it's been a while, but you waited for a good episode. So. Yes, exactly. Um, the Texas Tech game. How do you feel about that? I mean, it it sucks. I don't really know what to say about it. I called it. Unfortunately, I called the win, and I thought it was an easy win. But you know what? It's still a road game. We're winning the games we're supposed to win, but we're winning a lot of the games that, you know, a lot of people are doubting us to win. I might be a couple games off here. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, let me know, but we've now lost, I think it's 15 of our last 16 conference road games. So the only win we have... For real? Yeah, going back... I don't know if I believe that. Going back to last year, yeah. Our our conference road game? Only win is Oklahoma State... Uh, we haven't won any month. conference road games. Not last year, no. And this maybe year, even though? going into the to the year before. We as well. haven't won any this year. Oklahoma State is the only one. Interesting. Yeah. Um, That's so, not a good look for us. Now, granted, we've played some tough opponents on the road. Kansas is tough. Texas Tech is tough. Kansas State is always a good game, especially when we go there. Whatever, it's excusable. We're young. I think that's what we need to to keep in mind here. But there's no more excuses anymore. We're young, but we know the talent that we have. Right. Um, The talent was definitely evident in the other two games that we played this past week, uh, Kansas State and Iowa State. Iowa State, in particular, you know, I didn't watch most of... Must of the game. Must of the game. I haven't watched most of the game. Much of the game. Uh, But I saw a lot of the highlights, and a lot of the highlights were extremely pleasing to watch. I know you watched the game. Watched the game. I bet the spread. My betting advice when it comes to WVU is don't bet your favorite team, but if you're going to, bet us to cover at home. It keeps hitting. Didn't hit against Kansas State, but that's the first time in, I think, 10 games. Uh, crushed the 11 and a half spread. Uh, played a great game all around, I thought. 
Although Huggins disagrees with me. So I don't know if you saw this, Noah, but he was furious after the game about our free throw shooting. He said he couldn't really think of any uh, bright spots in the game except for the fact that we won. And he's got a fair point. We shot 50% from the free throw line, which just doesn't get it done for a great team that wants to make a run. And exactly what I, I've been saying this the whole length of this whole podcast, ever since the beginning, and I've been saying this my whole life, the only three ways to win basketball games. Christian, gosh, I'm repeating it again. Free throws, layups, and rebounds. More specifically, offensive rebounds. Yes, we get, we're get we one of the best offensive rebounding teams in the country, and it's clear every time we step on the court that we are so far ahead of the other team in that category. Layups, you know, we get some easy baskets. A lot of the easy baskets come from the offensive rebounds. Mm-hmm. And then, But free throws, if we can learn to hit these, if we're hitting at a 75% rate, I mean, that is wins in the category. Those first half free throws, they come to bite you in the ass whenever you miss them. They come to bite you in the ass at the end of the game. And I think that's uh, really rough when you think about it. Something that small can have such a big impact on the game. It's disheartening to me, though, because if they haven't figured it out by now, it's like, are they they going to? Do they care? This has been a problem for not just this year. Could be an institutional problem. I think this is because of maybe a lack of emphasis on this part of the game in practice. I feel like they're focusing on too many different parts in practice to work on that, on the most simplest part of the game, Mm -hmm. to shoot the basketball. Literally the only way you win games is to put the ball in the basket. Shout out to Booger McFarland. But, like, (laughs) seriously, like, you would think that, like, you're caught – you know, with the guest that can't come on comes on later in the podcast, you have one job, right? right. That quote, you have one job. You're a college right. player to do something. You have one job. I mean, maybe it's just out of our realm yeah. of, like, answering the question. It seems so simple, but it's probably way more than that. We're athletic enough. We're big enough. We know how to play defense. I feel like... We could maybe slack off in practice. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know how they do the practices. It's just frustrating. It really, it's so annoying to have a team that could be so great. We just run the whole practice and like <coughs> we throw the ball off the backboard and box out to try and learn how to get off of the rebounds. Yeah, I mean we we know how to do this stuff. Why can't they work on free throw shooting? That's what I don't know if it's like, but I I do see a theme throughout college basketball. It's not just our team. You'll find teams that, you know, can hit. I was watching Wofford play the other day. We won't talk about that game in per, like in to detail, but I was watching Wofford and uh they had a guy shooting 95% for the season. They yeah. have a guy shooting 85, uh, 79, 82, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then you have teams Throughout scattered throughout the country that are shooting like sub sixty percent from the free throw line, mm-hmm. that's like amazing to see. To be honest, <laughs> you it's, would think the people go, "Oh, the game's changed so much. Everybody's shooting threes. You would think everybody's shooting threes that you'd be able to make a free throw 
shot, you know? Right. It doesn't make any sense. Um, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Our best chance in the tournament is to catch people off guard and completely overwhelm them defensively and physically, and that's the only way that we win. I'm, it, I'm so worried. It happens every year, and... We you know can't win close games in the tournament because this of our is, free throws. This is a good topic for me. I think I think uh, when we get closer to March March Madness time, when we do our special uh, our nice guys special show. Uh, I think this team, the reason they're so feared in a tournament atmosphere, especially this year, is they're just far bigger than literally every opponent outside of the power fives mm-hmm. like you will not find a team bigger than us and i think when we're coming against these teams especially in the big 12 it's clear that we have an advantage from the start whenever we are bigger than a certain team right like texas tech is a good team i don't mind losing to texas tech especially on the road especially on the road like we're cool at losing that supermarkets arena or whatever. united supermarkets united, yeah. arena yeah we're cool with losing there but come here no chance. But can catch we, us in neutral. You, no chance. Fifty fifty. We're one and one on neutral courts. Well, at, no, or, we're not. Sorry, except for the tournament. Whatever. Yeah. You no. know what I'm saying. Ohio State, St. John's. We did lose to St. John's at the Garden. The Garden but is it a is regional location. So are we gonna? Yeah. That nah. That's a, that's a home. That's a home court should, advantage. Should we try not to Saint play John's. in the Garden? You know what? I'm down with playing in the Garden though. We have some. We have some good history in the Garden. So. It's true. So. You remember, I was thinking about this the other night. Uh, do you remember how they called us the Metro Nears when we made the Final Four run? Because we won the Big East tournament, won the first and second round games, then we won the regional, all in the state of New York. That's ridiculous. We also, I didn't know this. We also had a ton of our players were from the New York area. Uh, Deshaun Butler, he's from northern New Jersey, Newark, I believe. Kevin Jones is from uh, New York. Truck Brian is from New York. Who's from Ohio? Uh, Cam Thurman. Was he from, from Ohio? From Portsmouth, Ohio. Where's Devin Ebanks? But we won... That's a good question. I don't know where Devin Ebanks Hey, is Siri. From. Where's Devin Ebanks from? Let's see. Devin Ebanks was born in Queens. Ah, ah Devin he's Ebanks from Queens. from Queens. Thank so you, shout Siri. Shout out Siri. Uh, <laughs> so, I can't believe that worked. Uh, but so yeah, won the Big East tournament at Madison Square Garden. We won the first and second round games in Buffalo, and then we won the regional in Syracuse. As soon as we left the state of New York, we How lost. How did she say that? Say again. How did you say that college's name? The Orange College. Syracuse. Say it out loud. Syracuse. That's so weird. Why do I say it Syracuse? Cause I don't know. Why do you? Syracuse. Some people I've heard some people say Syracuse. That's Syracuse. like a New York thing. Your family's from Queens, so I do have family f- f- from Queens, but that's, Syracuse. That doesn't like. It's like syrup. I doubt like that's why I say it like that. It's like syrup and syrup. My dad says syrup. I think I, I say syrup. I think I say syrup. I say, you say syrup. Syrup Syracuse. Syracuse. Oh, Syracuse. Hey. <laughs> Play right. Burn Syracuse. Syracuse. Right. We're talking about breakfast too much for my liking. Yeah, we need we gotta get the Germans back on if we're gonna talk about breakfast food. Yeah. Remember Stefan was hype about the breakfast food in hey, America. Hey, breakfast food in America, don't sleep. Don't sleep on it. Hey, um, we be, we about that life over here. 
especially in West Virginia, the most popular popular food in West Virginia. I remember this from a couple years ago. It's breakfast because of how cheap it is. Ah, so like sense. a poverty type of thing. Just like in general, breakfast. Yeah, is... it's breakfast food. Not like a... like some places have like pizza and like no. and like fried chicken or. Uh, another popular food like cheese curds <sighs> oh, yeah, uh, yeah but like breakfast food is like there's like bacon and eggs and sausage yeah and biscuits Argentinian barbecue I don't know <laughs> if that's like a <laughs> uh, bow bow Cleveland that'd be like a Washington thing I don't know um you said Cleveland because <laughs> we had that bow was like in the Cleveland worst Cle- the worst bow you could pro- probably have it was still good it was good but not, like, ethnic? Is that the right word? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was served to us by white people, which is... Yeah, yeah. Means it wasn't... wasn't Usually when there's no, be. like... Yeah. Yeah. Chinese people in the Chinese restaurant, it's not a good sign. Like, if it's all white people. I went to, uh... When I went to... When I lived in Richmond for the past two days, the other week, uh... We, like, were walking by, like, this, like... Asian restaurant and they said best Vietnamese food in town and there's like five white people sitting in there and like a white uh, what's it called the lady that sits up front of the seat here hostess there's like a white hostess and then we go to like this other Vietnamese restaurant and like there's like no white people in there and it's there like go. that's the place to eat yep yeah it was good it burnt me up I bet it's good. You get some pho? Or no, that's Thai. Sorry. Yeah, no, I got. I had some pho the other day, though. It's pretty good. You're addicted to pho. I am addicted to pho. For real. For real. Pho's pretty good. Yeah. I love food. I'm fat. You want to turn this into a food podcast? We could be a food podcast if you want us to be. I mean, I could do it. I got, hey, we got the sous vide coming at you. I work at a food pantry. Oh, that is true. Shout out to the rack. Yeah. I feel like we're just talking now. Yeah. No, this is fine. This is... This is fine. <laughs> just killing some time until Casey comes on. Oh, whoops. 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 Yeah. Whoops. Yeah, so we have a we have a pretty interesting episode. We're bringing it back to football. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was an interesting season for us. I, uh... We were looking... We were reviewing, uh... Our, our schedule in preparation for the interview from this past season and we Noah says wow we were bad we were bad which isn't but like we weren't that bad it's like wow we were bad but we weren't that bad but we weren't that bad we had good stretches it was that five games in the middle of the oh season that really God. fucked us up watching that it was like we knew we were going to lose and I think that was the worst part it's like not wanting to go to like any games. Mm-hmm. So we we're just like, uh, but we're I can't f- be asked. We're forever indebted to the twenty nineteen WVU uh, football team because they're the reason that we started this podcast. A hundred percent. I I think we had because we had always thought about it, like having one, and then like you go and have your adventure out to the western part of America. Mid. Western. It's still Western. The Plains. Yeah, you go and have your adventure out there. You come to, like, I, I, this could be, like, a movie. Like, you come to, like, an epiphany in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, in the airport. Yeah. And you're, like, 
Ooh, hey. When I get back to West Virginia... I'm doing a podcast. I'm doing a fucking podcast. And you know what? It worked out. We have listeners from all over the world. Oh, yeah. You posted about that. We do have listeners. Yeah, if you if you pay attention to our Instagram, we are in seven different countries, yep. including America. And we... <laughs> about to be eight, I think. Mainly America. About to be eight. And we are in 26, I think, different states. Can you name them off the dome? Uh, sure. Uh, we got. Can you count? Can you count? Can mm-hmm. we get a count? Yeah, yeah, go. All right. West Virginia. Yeah. Virginia. Yeah. North Carolina. Uh, yeah. South Carolina. Sure. Georgia. Yes. Florida. Yes. Uh, Ohio. Ye- Ohio's in there. Oh, oh yeah, Ohio. Ohio, five percent. Uh, Pennsylvania, New York. Pennsylvania is number two with eleven percent. Shout out yeah. to our Pennsylvania. Shout listeners. out to Pennsylvania. I know Robert's in there. Shout out to Robert. Shout out Robert. We gotta have him on. That's oh, yeah. an interesting guy. Uh, we have uh Kentucky. I think is Kentucky one. I know mm-hmm. Tennessee's one. Uh, Alabama. Texas, yeah. Oklahoma, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Hawaii. Shout out to Josh and Haley over there. California. California. I know who's over there. Shout out to Chris. Yeah. Uh, we have. We don't have to name all the states. We don't, but I we could name all the countries. We could name all the countries. We have Austria, Scotland, England, Germany, uh, Austria. Did I say that? You said that. Uh, Spain. Spain. United Spain. States. We have Indonesia coming up. Levy, if you're listening, Shout thank you. Levy. Put us on in Indonesia. We're trying Who to else? come. We're trying to come do a show in in uh, Indonesia. Russia's coming up too. We don't need to mention that. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, so, shout out to all of our listeners. I feel like this is our first like thank you to everybody. This is our first verbal thank you. Yep. Uh, so yeah, just I think like stay tuned. Oh, wait. You know what we haven't done this week? What? Who's our Nice Guys Player of the Week? <laughs> I I was hoping you weren't going to bring this up because I can't remember because how to I say honestly, the entire name of the award. Honestly, you know, I didn't really think about it I, until I, just now. I know who it is. Who do you think it is? I mean, you can... Okay, give me some names. For the second week in a row, I think it's Jermaine Haley. Okay, let's pull up some stats real quick. I think we need the stat check... Real quick, because last week, as you know, we had Jermaine Haley. Um, I don't know. I feel like this week, I remember looking at a couple of the games. He played well. Uh, Huggins said that the only bright side he could he could uh, discern was that we won the game. But he also talked about the fact that Jermaine Haley shut down uh, uh, Tyrese Halliburton, who's the only bright side of Iowa State's team this year. Held him well below every, in every statistical category than what he usually averages. He is uh, pretty good. He leads the Big 12 in steals, but I don't know if he got any of those. Um, yeah. So, defensive. You want to do it again? Defensive performance was good. I would say that it's time to give the Steve Harvey Award for Excellence in Basketball for the week at West Virginia University brought to you by Virginia Slavery and King Salt and Booker T. Washington's Boyhood Home by Larry Linwell Rowe and also brought to you by the Nice Guys Podcast to Jermaine Haley again. This is, uh, def- this is 
I don't know if it's a unanimous decision, but this is the the second time, the third two-time winner of the Steve Harvey Award for Excellence in Basketball for the Week at West Virginia University, brought to you by the Virginia Slavery in King Salt and Booker T. Washington's Boyhood Home by Larry Linwell Grow, and also brought to you by the Nice Guys Podcast. I mean, to be a three-time winner of this is pretty impressive. Yeah, it's good. And he stepped up his play, as we said. Yeah. I mean, two wins. It'd be cool if he could two and one. emerge as a senior leader. I wouldn't say it's unanimous, but he's I think this is back to the earlier Steve Harvey Awards when we were kind of just like, fuck it, we'll give it to you. Mm-hmm. But now it's more serious. It is a little bit more serious, we especially when you have a competition like our man, Gay Bossaboyan, and, uh, you know, Oscar Sheeple. Right. It's tough. All right. Noah, I don't really know what else to say. I think we should just get to the best part of the show. I think I think it's time to let, you know... The guests do the talking. All right. Let's get it. I appreciate it. So we'll be back. And we're back. But it's not just me and Noah now, actually. Uh, We're joined by the first celebrity to ever come onto the podcast. This is huge for us. We're joined here today by West Virginia University football kicker extraordinaire, Casey Leg, Casey, how's it going? Woo! Yeah, 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 yeah. Casey, how's it going, man? It's what? going going well. I'm uh, happy to be on here with you all. Yeah, what's it like to be on the number one sports podcast south of Pittsburgh? Um, very exciting. Yeah. Um, when I first got the offer, I really uh, <laughs> didn't know what to do with myself. Yeah, I know. So, it, um, uh, we. Uh, LeBron hasn't uh, returned any of my calls, or his his PR people, I guess, haven't. Gotcha. So you're actually going to be the first athlete that we get to welcome onto the podcast. That's 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 huge for us. Thank you for coming. Hey, on. LeBron, for that. Yeah, I know. It's if you guys maybe you guys go on his Instagram, tell him to go on the Nice Guys podcast, tell him to call me back, please, please, <laughs> pretty please. Yeah, I'm not sure if I've re- reached LeBron's status yet. Oh yes, you have. Signature shoot inbound. Yeah. Once that, uh, once that California law, once we can benefit from our likeness oh, yeah. over here. Hey, signature Casey leg shoot. That'd be cool if you had like a kicking boot. That would be awesome. They just on the on it. the shoe. There's just like an emoji of a leg. Just <laughs> like just like the strong arm emoji, except it's, like it's, it's a it's leg a sticking out. But um. <laughs> Yeah. It work? yeah, it works. All right. It works. So, Noah, you got some questions for... I mean, we can, yeah, we can start out with some questions. Uh, I would like to point out your stats, though, for the listeners, you know, that don't really have an idea, because some people, you know, don't listen to sports on this podcast. This is just an everyday podcast. But you're a pretty accurate kicker yourself, Casey. Uh, you've connected on two of four field goals this season, but I would like to note that the numbers four, are skewed. The numbers are skewed. This is messed up because, you know, Neil, if you're listening to this, you were the cause of one of the misses. You iced your own kicker <laughs> in the Baylor game. The kick, the kick after that, after the ice, you got blocked, so that's your O-line's fault. Not your fault. So you're two of three at this point. Kansas State game, you missed one. 
That right, was completely was, my fault. No, so I'll actually to like sad. to say I looked at the I looked at the hold on that. I don't know. It's looking like a hold oh, problem. Yeah, so that's you're two. What, so you're two for two. Two for two. And your 100%. career long, fifty one. That's pretty crazy. Fifty one yards. What's the longest field goal you've kicked? In practice, it's sixty two. Jesus. So does that, you know, what, you know what's always confusing to me is how they measure the lengths of field goals. Mm-hmm. So how many yards do you add from the yard marker that it is? Ten. Because Just ten? The goal line from the right. goal post to the goal line is ten. Isn't the field goal like a little bit behind the like back line though? Yeah, but then it, it curves up. It curves forward? Cur- curves forward, Christian. So like if I, if. I was kicking from the 30-yard line, it'd be a 40-yard field goal. What, but when that's the other... I, I, I'm trying to visualize this 62-yarder, where you're standing on the field. Okay. Is, it where you're, is it from where the hold is? It's like or the is 52. It yeah, from where the hold is. It's okay. like the 52-yard line. So I'd be on the, the opposite 48. So you at... God, man. <laughs> <laughs> How did you do that? I don't know. <laughs> that is ridiculous. So, like, was there a lot of people around when you did it? Or was that, like, was there, like, your whole guy who was with you when you kicked the 60? Well, it was just um, when me and the other specialists were out in practice one day kicking. Oh, my. Dude, I would have been so gassed. But they'll vouch for you, right? They would vouch for me. Okay, all right. Just because. Cause they if seem that like was, stand-up guys. If that was me, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, the guys we've never talked to, they <laughs> they seem awesome. But because uh, like if I hit that, I would I would be really mad that the entire team wasn't there to see. I would absolutely lose my marbles if I hit <laughs> anything over a forty-five. Yeah. So do you have uh, do you have a holder that's different from like Staley, or do you just use the same? Who's who's the holder? Do you have your own holder, or is it the same guy? No, we are actually figuring that out for this year. So we're still working on that, on who's going to be the holder. So the holder last year was Josh Groudon. Really? Yes, the Australian punter. Um, I did not know that. Was he a good holder? Yes, he was great. He did a great job. I trusted him, and that's really all that matters. Yeah. So um, I'm not sure. We haven't decided who's going to be the holder yet, but we're working with some guys. So I'm sure we'll have them ready when the time comes. I hope so. Well, I'm sure He's a pretty good punter. Well, I was about to say, that's like the special team's dream team right there, man. He was incredible. Yeah, he was, he was great. Yeah. Now that I think about it, besides like three or four years, WVU kind of has like a special team's pipeline. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have some bad kickers, like a few <laughs> years ago. Sometimes we have some good kickers. Sometimes we have some really good kickers. I don't think there's ever in between. I think you're in the really good kicker category. Thank you. Yes. That's a, I mean, if you were able to hit a 51-yarder, anything. if you miss anything else, it doesn't matter because you can still hit the 51-yarder. Speaking of former special teams greatness, have you gotten to meet Pat McAfee? I have met Pat McAfee. He was at the Baylor game, right? Yes, and then that was the first game that I started on field goals. So I talked to him a little bit before that game, and that was pretty cool. Was that yeah. like four games left in the season? Five games left in the season? That was five games left. Five, five, five games, games left. left? Yeah. And that's whenever the infamous happened. Yes, unfortunately. That does, that does suck. Uh, after that happened, I don't know if you saw John Flowers' tweet. Yes, I did. <laughs> the, just so the, the listeners, that it said, uh, John Flowers said, damn, they make it hard for my man Casey Legg. 
That is hilarious. I just saw that today. I yeah. was like trying to find something, and that was like gold. Yeah, yeah they, you were blowing up on Twitter that whole game. I don't know. Did you check out? I, I saw it because I don't even have a Twitter, but you can still get on it. So I, I kept up with some of it, and then my friend sent me some of it. Yeah. Um, but what's crazy is like I watched John Flowers play basketball. Right. And obviously yeah, yeah, he's yeah. not he's not LeBron's status either. But he's, like, at WVU, yeah, um, it's still kind of crazy to think about. He's up there. There's, like, Deshaun Butler, Javon Carter, John Flowers in the top five. Jerry West. Yeah, but he's old. Yeah, it's, like, true. Jerry West is already In recent history, people remember John Flowers. In our yeah, lifetime. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jerry West is, like, if you see him, you take a picture of him. And then John Flowers is, like, oh, I have to go say hi. And then Jay Sean Page is like, oh, there's Jay Sean Page. <laughs> you know, it's like that level of like, you know, it's a, you know what I'm saying. Sure. Uh, anyways, Casey, uh, did you face any sort of backlash? Backlash. I still like, know, did I still you know his question? Did you like see like any like bad tweets? Yeah. Was like, anybody being way? sort of a, a dick about it? Well, of course. Yeah. Um, well, did, do you have any memorable things? Did anybody send you death threats? <laughs> no, I've not gotten death threats yet. I don't think I've played enough. <laughs> really? Hey, most of the. Hey, you'll get there, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I still got. I've still got three years left. Um, and I mean, not most. Of the reaction was mostly positive throughout the whole thing because even after like the the miss at Baylor I couldn't really control that it got blocked mm-hmm, right. um, and then I followed the miss at Kansas State with a 51 yarder so generally the, true. the reaction was positive um, I remember one at the uh, at the TCU game I turned around so I was standing on the sidelines I think we were we were about to score and I was gonna put us up for good and I remember someone calling my name, and I just turned around, and it was a girl and a guy just flipping me off. Are you just serious? For fun. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, it's just. But I mean, it's just like my, the opposing fan interactions were some of my favorite things. Really? Because they'll roast you for no reason, and you can just stand there and laugh at it. <laughs> what's your What's your favorite place yeah. you've been to? Baylor, probably. Baylor. Because really? that was the first one, and that was the first game I was starting field goals and playing, so obviously it was hyped up. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, that's really one where I interacted with fans, so it was it was fun. How does it feel to have the longest field goal since 2015 at the school? See, I didn't know that. Obviously, I didn't know that until I saw it pop up on the Instagram, okay. WF Football's Instagram. Um, so I thought, I mean, it's it's cool, it's special. I didn't um, know that until right who was the it? Whose whose record was it? Who's twenty? Who's 2015 <laughs> kicker? I think it was. Bittenkurt? Bittenkurt. Yeah. Was Bittenkurt. Yeah. yeah. He was good. That's that's an example of a, a, a good WVU kicker. Yeah. You know what? I actually just remember something that I didn't write down, and I don't know why I remember this. But who... So I know, like, when you are in high school, you didn't play football. We'll talk about that later. But <laughs> who was it that trained you when you were kicking, learning how to kick. Who did you get connected with? So that was in my, my senior year of high school. I got connected with Mike Molinari. Yeah, yeah. Um, And that's not Mike Molina, so yeah, people yeah. get him confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Molina was from Hurricane, and he was still kicking at the time. I was a senior. But Mike Molinari um, kicked before. He was a punter, and he was a kickoff guy. And I just connected with him. He came out and kicked with me one day, and then he was moving away. Like, he was moving out of West Virginia, 
and then I got a text, or my dad got a text in February um, from Mike Molinari that said, hey, we want him to come walk on. I mean, it was that simple. That, that is actually, like, That's the awesome. craziest yes. thing, like... What were your, what were your plans, like, uh, like if you weren't, if you hadn't gotten that text? Well, I wanted to play soccer, uh, and I was going to try to play soccer at Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia, or at WVU. I yeah. hadn't really decided yet. Um, and then there's a point where, I guess, throughout, like, the end of my junior year and the start of my senior year, um, where I was, I just kind of thought, all right, God, you're in control of this, I'm not going to worry about it at all. Mm-hmm. And that paid off, obviously, because I feel like this um, football route was clear as could be. So you're happy with absolutely, the yeah, yeah, absolutely. You, you want you still want to play soccer a little bit? You I miss, love soccer. soccer. I miss soccer. Yeah, I miss soccer. Um, I miss it a lot. Um, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't leave football now. No, There's no yeah, way. You. I think you're on the right team. Yes. I could. I'm, t- I'm too far in. No offense to. One of our favorite listeners, Tyler Schaefer, but I think you're on the right. Although team. they are on the up, they are on the up. True, they yes. have that new coach. Mm-hmm. They are on the up. UC Skiffs. Yes. Hey, mm-hmm. shout out! I'm pointing to my to my hat in the room. <laughs> Represent. Shout out to the hat. <laughs> shout out to the hat. I'm pointing to it, but uh, yeah, shit. But there I go. There I go again. Do you have what? <laughs> Just pausing. I'm an idiot. Uh, yes, you are, but. I'll keep it going. Casey, do you have a favorite kicker? I do have a favorite kicker. Okay, cool. What? Who is it? Okay, so it's Robbie Gold. Ooh. Uh, yes. Yeah. And he um, he just kind of has a similar build to me. He's taller, and his swing um, is similar to mine, like his leg swing. And then um, we had, we shared a common kicking coach, too. Um, really? And... And he's good. Yeah, and he's like, there's a, yeah, there's yeah. a three-year period where he went 72 for 75. Wow. Which is insane. Ridiculous. That is consistent right there. That so. is really good. Almost a Super Bowl champion. Yes. And he, he played well. He kicked well, too. Mm-hmm. So that was cool to see that he could perform in the... Hey, when you're a kicker, there's only so much you can do. Yes. See, that's that's a thing. You can do what you're, you can do your job. But if the if the team doesn't pull through, if the rest of the team doesn't pull through, then... You could be like, that's probably frustrating. I feel like that can go both ways, though. But it can't. No, what if the rest of the team ble- does their job and I don't? It's a blessing and a curse. Yes. Exactly. So, like, whatever you lose, but like you did your job, you can be like, oh, nice job, guys. But yeah. like, whenever like you miss a kick, it's they a can be deal. like, they can like. I guess there's more focus on you too because you're one mm-hmm. rather than. I hate. I absolutely hate when announcers or anybody criticizes kickers and they always say the line are you who you have one job or whatever and it's like i hate that, that well, doesn't everybody on the team hard. yeah well well everybody oh defensive linemen have to get to the quarterback quarterback yeah. throw the ball oh you had one, one job, job to throw the ball like lamar jackson he misses a throw you had one job but like right realistically but they people that, have more than one job yeah they pin that on kickers but kicking is hard yeah kicking is i mean there's an aspect of that to, that i understand because kicking is literally you hit the ball straight. Like, no matter what hash, no matter where you are on the field, it's the same kick. Really? Yes. I was just kicking it straight. I was going to ask why you preferred the left hash. I don't. You don't? Mm Mm-mm. Because I've seen some things where people are like, oh, you prefer the left hash. No. Because I I saw a Neil (laughs) Brown quote where he said something like that. Yes. Ooh. So the story behind that is 
like just throughout practice, like I've been super consistent on the left hash. Uh-huh. Um, and then I heard him say that, like I heard him say that in the interview after, I think it was the Baylor game. And then the next day I went and checked my stats th- from practice throughout the whole year. And I think I was 90% from practice in the, on the left hash and like 89 on the right. That's ridiculous. So it didn't matter. Like, uh, and did I, you show him the stats? I did not. I let that one be. Oh, so, I would have been like Neil. Yes. So I mean, I appreciate his confidence in me. Like, I really do. Um, and I'm confident. Like, what I want our listeners to understand is <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, that I'm <laughs> yes. I'm, I love that. I'm confident anywhere on the field. Wherever you put me, I'm confident. That so. makes me so happy to hear as a WVU fan, and I'm sure that's going to help our our listeners uh, going into the year because we need a kicker that can kick from anywhere on the field because, hey, you never know where that offense is going to be. Speaking yes. of kicking everywhere on the field, you do kickoffs too. Mm-hmm. You had uh, 1,180 yards on four touchbacks. Wow. And then, uh, yeah, that's a lot of yards. Yeah. And then uh, – you also had a tackle. Yes. So yeah. that was that was the year before, actually, and that was the first football game I had ever played in, and that was the first play <laughs> I ever played in. Um, and that was actually ended up being the only play I I was in the whole year, so I was able to keep my red shirt. But um, I ran out there, and obviously it was a dream to be on Mountaineer Field and kicking in front of all those people. Yeah. And I kicked it. It wasn't a great ball. Um, I remember um, Coach Holgerson talking about that, how it wasn't a great ball. And then um, the returner weaved through some people and ran right in my arms. And then I like to say that I threw him to the ground. Um, and then I let him have it a little bit. Nice. And jogged off the field. All right. That's a, that, imagine that being – that's like a crazy dream. That's like Christian and I both like going like – yeah, so, it's time to play football, and it's like the first time we ever play football. It's like a kick. It's like I don't even think we weren't born for this. And what is, what is it that Pat McAfee said? He said this on I don't, I don't know if it was like how recent it was. It might have just been like a year ago or something. He said kickers and punters are not football players, which is interesting. But he mm-hmm. says punters are elite athletes. And he says that you can find some kickers that are elite athletes too. Mm-hmm. But he said it's a totally different game. I kind of compare this to like goalies in soccer a little bit, which is it's kind of, it's like a to- it's a game within a game. Mm-hmm. It's like a whole new world. You get you can get some kickers and punters wrought up by saying they're not football players. Yeah, well, I mean Pat McAfee's had some crazy mm-hmm. tackles. Yeah. He's had he's like one of the best tackling kickers. Ever. Ever. He, yeah. He's had some huge hits. He's had top 10 plays. Yeah. You're talking about working on tackling? Um, with we beat. do. We do a little bit in practice. Not very often. But just so we kind of have the basics down. So. Well, that's but I'd never done, I'd never practiced before. You need to know how to hit so you don't like kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, head up. Shoulders. Forward. We practice tackling. You practice tackling. Too. Right. I can use all the help I can get. <laughs> yeah, we've. Yeah, we, we yeah, we don't oh, yeah, we can show you. Can show don't you listen to your coaches, listen, yes, listen, listen to, to us. <laughs> Do you punt? Uh, no. I tried and I really didn't love it and I wasn't very good. Uh-huh. So, 
I kind of, my coach, Coach Molinari actually kind of helped me decide to just stick with field goals and kickoffs this past off season, and then that obviously helped me because that's what I was doing. Because you were just like focusing on like yeah. one thing. Makes sense. Punting would be extra hard because you got to like pin it. It's it's like not just like you said, kicking straight. Mm-hmm. It's depending on where you are on the field, you have to gauge. I'm guessing like where the goal line is and try to keep yeah. it out of the end zone, but not kick it too short. And there's a lot that goes into it. it. It's also tough. like a totally different form than like that's like just kicking like any like other ball. Mm-hmm. Like I know like just kicking in general, kicking a football is totally different. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. That's probably weird adjusting. Is there like the swings a swing difference whenever you're kicking the ball? There is a swing difference, and I'm not. So far, because, you know, I guess I'll compare it to golf. Yeah. Golfers have a bunch of different swings. Yeah, yeah. And it's all about ball contact and confidence, mm-hmm. really. That's yeah. all that golf comes down to. And it's really similar with football. Like, the swing is different. I had to adjust my swing a little bit from soccer to football because it just wasn't working. Yeah. But then I kind of figured out a balance between the two. Um, and I've kind of kept the same swing for the last two years. And it's, it's working. You know what I started to notice? I started, like, paying attention to the swings, like, during games. And, like, you can almost tell who played soccer and yes. who is a natural-born football player because it's, like, sometimes they come in wider and it's just, like, they're, like, really getting in behind it. People, people who have kicked footballs for a long time, their swings are generally a lot straighter, like, a lot straighter toward the goalpost and toward their target. And mine is more of a swing out and around. You and pe- people have got tried and coaches have tried to get me to change that, but I won't have no. it. Yeah, you got you got to get that lean in soccer, right? When you're like kicking a long ball. Yeah, there nice. is some there is some lean. Well, the thing actually. about soccer is that there's almost n- you don't have to have a follow through. Oh yeah, I yeah. could just chop it and it fly. The the spin on the ball too, it matters. Like everything matters. Like if you if you chop it, you can get some like solid like action on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some action on it. I don't know why you're explaining it to me because I'm a better soccer player than you. Whoa. Why are you talking down to me right now? Haha. <laughs> I don't need to say anything. I got the film to back it up. <laughs> you got, really? I got the film. He's got the I got the film. Uh, speaking of film. <laughs> no, what's the... Speaking of film. G Dub 2015. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> you can, it really is out there. Catch my film. We uh, might have to link to Noah's. We should definitely almost link to world my... world class goal. It was crazy. I've had a couple of worldies, but <laughs> not to talk myself up. But um, you're basically the David Sills of the football team now. Uh, oh yeah, wanted to. So on an earlier podcast episode, I think when uh, pr- after the Baylor game, it was probably, after like the Baylor game. First started kicking, and we were talking about the game. I designated you as the David Sills of this year's team because you have one thing about you that the announcers during the game bring up literally every single time your name is said. So if you remember, it's... It's, it's a, he was quarter. He was a quarterback. Thank you. <laughs> yes, you knew it. That's been a running joke with me and Noah since David Sills was at WVU the first time. They said it every single time. Every single time you were on the TV, they said... He's never know? played football before. He's never played football, played football before, exactly. It's, it's funny because, like, a lot of these Australian guys that come over and punt, it's like they've never played football. 
they're just starting to learn how to punt. Right. And then it's just like <coughs> I listened to an interview. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how much you talked with like Josh Groudon about his background or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I listened to an interview with him where he was saying that he was he he came over um, through like an agency. They have like kicking and punting agencies yes. in Australia. Pro kick. Yeah, pro kick. Yeah, right. And they'll they'll sort of. Uh, work as your agents almost for to get you to play college in the U.S. So that's how he got linked up with mm-hmm. LSU. Was he a little bit salty that uh, he left LSU maybe at the at the wrong time? He said he wasn't, so um, he had a good attitude about it. Of course, yeah. and he was happy to <clears throat> he was happy to be here in Morgantown, mm-hmm. um, which which was cool. Yeah, I'm sure it stings a little bit. How could it not? Right. Yeah, that would. That would sting. His his story was a little bit like similar to yours, where he was about to go back to Australia, right? Yes. And then at the last second, somebody from WVU called and said, "We need a punter." That's exactly what happened. Uh, so, yeah, because I couldn't punt. <laughs> <laughs> really? No, I mean that's not the whole reason. <clears throat> but um, so yeah, I was I was happy to have him. It's good we got him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, so no. I would, I will, I would do a little quick shout out real mm-hmm. quick. Uh, you played soccer like basically all your life. Yes. We have like a connecting history of you played with my sister in a rec league team, the Canal City Dynamite, coached by my dad. Yes. <laughs> my, that's my. That's actually my favorite. Uh, Rec League soccer team in the Charleston area. That's really? Canal yeah, City. That's, 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 that's my squad. That's my squad. Yeah, so that's that's a small world. But, yes, uh, it is. Uh, so, yeah, I know. So you played soccer in high school. Mm-hmm. I looked up some of your stats. Your senior year, it looks like you had a – I don't know if it, how right, wrong. looks like you had 14 goals, 8 assists, and you are like defense midfield. Yes, so I was a center back. But I'd run up whenever I wanted, so I kind of I kind of got that freedom with my coach that he let me, especially in games that we were winning a good like a good a, amount, a good amount that I was able to go up on offense more. I I played with someone from Cross Lanes, Christian uh, Tyler. Uh, he's like four years older than you. What's his name? Tyler. Ah, uh, it's whatever. I played with someone that we'll, like travel soccer. We'll link to we'll link to Tyler. We're on Tyler at that time, but that playstyle also reminds me of another friend, Tyler, uh, a, a good wow. listener of a all podcast. these connections. All wow, these connections. But, you know Tyler Schaefer potentially. Yes, you know Tyler. <laughs> yes, Schaefer. we actually. I my sophomore year, we went. We played at Capital, mm-hmm. um, your high school. I'm assuming. So you played me. Did. Well, I would have played my junior year. I wait, don't so, remember it. Maybe. I don't know. So it was when Tyler Schaefer was a senior. Oh, no. Missed me. Yes. He missed me. So I think he had, we um, went up 3-1, and then he scored three goals in the second half, and we lost. And, so, <laughs> yeah. There's so. a couple of those. Sounds like there's Tyler. A, there's yeah. a couple of those games that I particularly remember. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, you had those crazy stats for being like a defensive thank you back yeah i wish i had those uh <laughs> career stats yeah they're not uh, as good yeah your stats aren't as good as mine from high school soccer i played at capital as well oh really yeah really i had uh two hot dogs eaten five shoulder <laughs> rubs from teammates when called upon three gatorades <laughs> hey yeah. everyone has a role 
Yeah, true. That's what they call no. Yeah, and I, and I added another roll and another roll. Uh, oh, that's hot dogs. Yeah. We need a soundboard with little jokes for Noah. Thanks. But uh, moving on, Casey, we talked a little bit about you as a kicker, as your background, stuff like that. We would like to know some of the nitty-gritty details of the WVU football team. We started this thing as a WVU football podcast. Okay. Right? We uh, got together and me and Noah just said, hey, we talk about WVU football. Let's just talk about college football and NFL on a podcast. Why not? Um, you are Dana Holgerson signing. Right. So, But you're now Neil Brown era. So this is kind of, this is really interesting. You've gone through like two different periods of time. Yes. What is the difference in culture compared from Dana Holgerson to Neil Brown? <laughs> you can be honest. Yeah. Hey, we don't make sure I, I don't get a, myself in trouble. Yeah. No, we don't like Dana. A, we this be is honest. Dana. And Neil Brown, I mean, he knows he's better. So yeah, like, we everybody knows. Everybody knows Neil's better. Be and honest. Dana's a, this is a Dana hate podcast. So. Um. Well, I don't. I don't know. I'll preface this by I don't know football very well. I know kicking now, but I don't know football, football plays, defenses, offenses. I don't know it very well. So I guess I just, from a culture standpoint, um, Coach Holgerson left most of that to our strength coach, really, and some assistant coaches. Like, he let them, and they do a great job with that mm-hmm. um, and getting us to work hard and be disciplined. Um, so he was more, more involved. All he wanted to coach, um, and I think he's good at it, coaching offense, and that's what he wanted to do right. from what I saw. And Coach Brown is very involved with our strength coaches in setting the culture, if that makes sense. He seems extremely knowledgeable about the whole game, not yes. just, like, parts. It seemed like sometimes Dana, whenever he would talk, it was like – He's just talking. He's just talk. He he actually it didn't seem like he was a smart man at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, he knew what he was Damn doing man. on offense. Yeah. Well, he was like, yeah, he was it was kind of just like he talked in circles a lot of times. Neil Brown is like straight to the point, and like mm-hmm. he's just a smart guy. Like he'll go, th- he'll like break down the game mm-hmm. better than any other coach that I've watched. Dana was yeah, he was sort of like a glorified offensive coordinator almost. <laughs> I mean, hater, haters hate. I mean, I mean, that's a hey. Just be honest. Hey, man. West Virginia has a better record this year than Houston did. Sorry, but uh, I, I've been from my view, just with how things were run, um, I got the opportunity to join a football team, and I had never played football. This before. is true. So see, there is no ill will. Oh, uh, true. No, this is over. this is more like. Are yes. Yeah, and I understand <laughs> where you all are coming from, especially from the outside. Right. Yeah. Um, but I just have a very personal, even though it was not. Yeah. yeah I wouldn't yeah. even call myself a Coach Holgerson signing, like, because he didn't. I don't think he knew that I was signed or anything. Did he know you were on the team? I'm not convinced. He did. <laughs> <laughs> I, and he did eventually, like, but not at first. Not at first. <laughs> He's just like, who's this? Is this like some kid hey, like that, at her? It's like every game he's like, 
Oh, no, I'm not going to that might that be, That's that, a bad joke. That <laughs> might be kind of good for you, though, because I've seen Holgerson's wrath on the sidelines, yes. and you might have missed, uh, like, some of that if he didn't no, know who yes. you were. No, I got it. I, I rarely, rarely got it. I can only remember two or three times him being very frustrated with me. Yeah. So, um, but he was, um, in general, when he did learn my name after I played, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> All of that. He was very complimentary of me, so I I appreciate that. Did he call you by your number? Um, he called me by name <laughs> after all before everything. Yes, I mean he was he was um, he was complimentary toward me, and I appreciate that. So are you trusting the climb? Yes, we're trusting the climb on this podcast. Is is everybody trusting the climb on the team? You think what's 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 the mood like uh, towards the end of the year? Uh, last year, after we got a couple wins, can I say we? Or is, or should I feel say, free. Or should I say you guys? No, feel free to say we. I, I feel, feel like we deserve. I yeah, think feel we, free. We podcast for you guys. Yeah. I feel like that's that's big. That's, You're a part of the team. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, but the WVU football team got uh, some much needed wins towards the end of the year after a sort of very disappointing middle of the season. Yeah, I can't imagine what that five game stretch was like. Uh, and then, you know, picked up some win. Played Baylor well uh, on the road. That was a shocker. Got a huge win against K State, and then uh, a huge win to close out the season. I thought that TCU win was probably the biggest win of the year, mm-hmm. just in in terms of a confidence boost yes. going into the off season. Yeah. What's uh What's the locker room mentality like? Um. Well, I'll just say this: when you, just in a college football culture, from what I've observed. That losing kind of ruins everything. Yeah. Um, and winning solves a, a lot of problems. That's so. Then when you win two out of the last three, and could have won more than that, mm-hmm. um, with how we were in games, especially the Baylor game, we're that just more hopeful for this year. Um, and I think we will be very improved. Yeah, so. I was telling Noah that the before the season, the Vegas over under on. Uh, wins for WVU was three, and you guys hit five. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. And um, seventh in the Big Twelve. To, yeah, after after the whole season, feeling like we might have been the worst team or the next to worst team besides mm-hmm. well, Kansas is <laughs> not even a real football team. But so the next worst next <laughs> the next worst team in the Big Twelve <laughs> to finish seventh like that's huge for Neil Brown to yeah. get five wins that close to bowl eligibility yeah. in his first season. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's yeah, incredible. It was, it was, he, and based off his track record, we should win ten games. Yeah, we yes. should. We should win ten games. Us, 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 the us. Nice Guys Podcast, official yeah. podcast to the WVU yeah. special teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I have the authority to give that out. Um, um, that's unfortunate. I'd say yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not? Who else? I'm a big fan. Who, el- who else would I? Who else? Who would Kareem? You gotta ask. You gotta ask. Yeah. You gotta ask for us. You gotta ask for us. But yeah, man, I think we could win. I think it's possible to win ten. I've seen a lot of the linemen. He's. Can you kick over those guys? You have to. There's some big dudes that they're <laughs> yes. they're bringing in. That's some. That's a. Matt, have you seen them, Christian? Yes, some of the. Big boys, six six five dudes, six six dudes. You a little worried about that? That's like Texas no, shit right there. I'm not worried. Good, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's like nailing them in the helmet type. 
stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's the stuff is like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't understand how they're born to play football. People that big, those are just like. Yeah. Um, born to be linemen. Casey, you're much bigger than I thought. You you ever thought about strapping up on linebacker or something like that? Not Safety? a chance. Look like you, not a chance. You are yeah. like, extremely tall. I wasn't ex- expecting yeah. it. You could crack some heads in the secondary. I What's the like. list of height? What's your list of six height? 6'4". And I'm actually 6'4". So <laughs> I'm right there. You should, you, like right You're 6'4 in shoes and, and bare feet. Yeah, I'm I'm right there <laughs> at 6'4". You should get him to bump you up to 6'5 next year because there's a big difference between 6'4 and 6'5". People would look at that and be like, damn. Do you think... Yeah. This guy's going to be a problem. Okay, <laughs> okay. so this is a question I, I want to ask, like, literally every college athlete, yeah. Uh, it's professional on the sites, kicking professionally. Is that, like, a target? Could that be a target? It is. I mean, that's yeah. plan A. Awesome. Plan A. Awesome. I, I love, love to that. hear that. That's dope. Because I feel like when you're in a position where I've got three years left of college um, and I could be playing next year, I hope to be um, and expect to be, and it's just like, why would you not try? So I love that. That's the best. See, I feel like the people that say no are the people I don't trust with, like, the ball either at their hands or their feet. Right. Is it? I, I like. I like it. Yeah, that's good. Um, this is totally random, but uh, some miscellaneous questions I wanted to get to. I, I was, <laughs> I keep waiting for like a, a segue into this, mm-hmm. but uh, the big thing that I want to know about deals with travel in the Big Twelve. Okay. Right. First, I would like to ask, how big of a deal is home field advantage in reality? Do you, do you think? Mm. Wow. Um, I think, I'm sure it helps, but I think there's an aspect of, um, well, if a team has a mindset of no matter where we are, we're going to win, then it doesn't matter. So when you're at home, you say, we're going to protect our home. Um, and that's the mindset. And the mindset when you go on the road is, we are going to make the whole stadium quiet. Right. Not to not to brag, but uh, I did go to the Oklahoma game this year in Oklahoma, uh, and I felt like I, I had it was my, it's the first time I've ever been to a Big Twelve road game, and when you're the only person in the t- entire town in blue and gold, and everybody else is wearing red, there's a certain like chip on your shoulder mm-hmm. where you're like, damn, I would give anything to shut all these people up you know and I felt in when I was out there I was like damn maybe it's actually better to go on the road because of this feeling where like you said you want to silence the crowd because especially at a place like Norman where they have like 90,000 people in the stadium oh I can't imagine like scoring a touchdown again like in an away game that would just be amazing Mm -hmm. and we did get to experience like I love winning games at home and that is great because you're in front of your Friends and family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that is an amazing experience. But when you go on the road, and I'm thinking the K-State game, is that game mattered, and that game mattered to K-State. They still wanted to win the Big 12 Mm -hmm. championship. Yeah, yeah. And then they were nationally ranked. We had not won in five games, and they were stunned that we had won. And that was one of 
the most refreshing wins I've ever had in my athletic career. So you, you may have answered this earlier, but uh, best uh, best away venue in the Big Twelve. Best away venue. You said so. You, I you answered like Baylor. The I like the fans at Baylor and the stadium at Baylor was beautiful. Is it nice? Brand new. It's brand new. It's yeah. over like the sun set like the sunset over the stadium and then you can kind of look over out into the water um so that i really like that stadium um, missouri had a good atmosphere uh that was that was really cool but in terms of the number of fans and the grass and the whole experience oklahoma was really? because you've got ninety thousand people <laughs> All there, and of course we got whacked, so it wasn't very fun. So I don't have fond memories of it. Yeah. But in terms of the, like that experience was surreal. It's it's crazy when you're at Oklahoma, you you start to sort of realize what a top tier program they are, and that sounds stupid to say, right? But because you know that Oklahoma is traditionally one of the best. You know, Hattie's taking videos, uh, but but you know they start listing their achievements, you know, and they've got. I think it's I think it's the most wins in the last hundred years and before the game I don't know if you get to see their pregame but they list every single Heisman and all America and the numbers just don't stop it's, it's totally it never stops uh, but the most important thing I want to ask about the Oklahoma game did you see the Sooner Schooner tip over so I was watching I was watching the, <laughs> that was the best yeah, part <laughs> I was watching the big board yeah and the the big board was showing a video from inside. Oh, I don't know really? if you know this, yeah, from inside the wagon. Or I was a little bit so then hammered. I was well. I was watching the <laughs> I was watching the big board, the big screen, and I, I saw it tipping on the yeah. board, and then I looked down, and then it crashed. Yeah, I saw it. So I saw it like when it was down. I didn't see it tipping. I was like looking at my phone or something, and then I hear everybody go, "Oh, whoa, whoa!" And we watched it. When it came up on the screen, because I was not at Oklahoma, unfortunately, but when it showed up on the TV, I had never laughed so hard in my entire life. Well, I, I was in an awkward position because, you know, Did you're surrounded by Abby? Oklahoma fans. No, everybody was Just like horrified. Dead Did they yeah, laugh like at the sideline? I think at first, and then, <laughs> and then people realized like that thing could have crushed somebody. Yeah, like, that thing is heavy. It is yeah, scary. Yeah, yeah. And, so. the, and the the lady that was like on the opposite side, she of the guy flew off. Flew, <laughs> flew that off. Is the honestly now that everybody's okay, okay? That is the funniest thing that has ever happened. There was this old uh, guy sitting next to us, and I was like, "Has this like happened before?" And he was like, "Oh yeah, it happens all the time." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" You would think, but that they would get a better turn radius on the senior scooter. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a I have a burning question. You've had a lot of great coaches in your life, like uh, Dana Holgerson and uh, Andrea the uh, Williamson, Andrea Williamson. Yes. Uh, but who's a better coach, Neil Brown or my dad? Wow, <laughs> <laughs> pressure's on, huh? Well, with your dad, I don't remember losing. A. I don't. A. And so, I mean, Fat what can facts. I say? Because really, we we ran rec soccer, kindergarten, first, second grade. Hey, so. that is a power team for a rec soccer team. Usually the ratio is like one person per rec soccer team. That's good. That's a good answer because only one of the people that Noah just named 
actually listens to this podcast. Well, good answer. So, Neil, uh, Neil Brown. No. <laughs> Second Neil, Neil Brown. Neil Brown or Benjamin. I can't believe he would say that. Burning questions. Speaking of good stadiums, Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. Is that exciting? Yes. Very exciting. That's like one stadium that is now on my bucket list. Mm-hmm. I, Me too, actually. I would love it. If, if we, if we would love it if we could somehow get into that game when you guys are playing Florida State in Atlanta. Yeah, we would love. Since to. we love, I've. It would be great to see us play at a, a program like Florida State in such wow. a such an amazing stadium. Wow! It sure would be awesome. Yeah, it sure would be, would be if somehow some strings were pulled to get yeah. the nice guys in Atlanta. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Since Man. we are now the official podcast of the. West Virginia yes. football special teams. Ah, uh, but we don't know anybody on the team that can no, like, hook us up with no, tickets or anything. No. I really, <laughs> I don't have as much pool as you'd think I would. I don't. I'm I'm still low on the totem pole. Is what? there? Not do people long. can do people actually get like a bunch of tickets on the team? Maybe. Yeah, we were asking you for tickets. I could potentially. I could potentially. I could potentially pass tickets. Okay, there we go. I'm not going to promise anything. The nice guys are going to Atlanta. See there, in our PJ. You heard? Yeah, we're flying in the PJ. We could take you down on the on the private jet. Oh, the nice guys. How is flying on the uh, the WVU? That that was one. It's a it's a great like it's a good experience. Like we just get right on the plane, get to where we're going. Is it like all first class seats? No, it's not like that because we've got to fit a lot of people on a plane. Because you've got coaches and seventy players, and then other staff. Is it one plane? Yes. So it must be. Are you guys chartered, right? They don't. You don't have like a plane. No, it's not a plane, but it's only us on the plane. Right. 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 Oh, so never mind. Where do you guys fly out of? Clarksburg. Is that kind of sketchy? No, it's fine. On a big ass plane, I feel like that would be kind of. I'm not. I've never worried about it, so. It's gotten to me where I'm going every time. So you got a lot of runway out there at the Big Twelve uh, schools too. It, it it flattens out, and I feel like flattens out very quickly. Yeah, that's a that's a good place to fly out too. Yeah. You want to get to Atlanta? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still thinking about it. Yeah, we might be in Atlanta. We might be. Um, Casey, is there anything you want to add? We always wow. give the we always <laughs> give. Anything you want to plug? Our guys. Um, What's your plug? What is my plug? Well, thanks for having me on. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. I'll preface thanks for, that. Thanks for coming. Mark. Yes, of course. Um, and hopefully, maybe I'm, I'd assume we'd do this again at some oh, point. Absolutely. I yeah. would totally I'm just inviting that. myself on. <laughs> I would totally like, love that. Yeah. Anytime. Um, if you want to bring anybody with you. Yeah. Oh, but that'd be even that better. That would be that even would be better. better. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe okay. So we'll we'll see where we stand after the Big Twelve Championship next year. How about that? All right. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. See how we stand after we've improved and we'll see and where the won, season go. And won a lot more games. Then we'll see where we are. The Big Twelve Championship. Yes. So I'll just thank you for the invitation. I'll see you after the national championship. That's it, yeah. Might as well. Might what as well set heights on the... Are you gar- yeah, are you guaranteeing a national championship? I'm not guaranteeing a national championship. Could you? I... Please? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, we just want to improve next year. Just get to a bowl. Yes, That's all we improve. want. Just get to a bowl. Hey, we were close this year. Close just get to, to a bowl. Yeah. Get to a bowl. My prediction, seven wins. Noah, go. 
Eight and a half. And that's not a knock. That's improvement. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We All have right. a tie. <laughs> One game will end in a tie. Did you say that is not half? possible. Did you say eight and a half. Eight and a half. No. Yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be eight, three, and one. Like that was not a, that was not a sports betting plug because we don't do that anymore. No, we don't. Well, I might, but no, it doesn't. We should open. I a might sports still book. be doing that. The nice guy. The nice guy sports book. I'm cool. I like. All right, Casey's. Still here, we're neglecting him. Sorry, Casey. We got we got sidetracked. All right, Casey Leg. The Casey. The leg. There you go. Thanks for coming on. The of course, <laughs> of course, it was fun. All right, hope to have you back sometime. Thanks for listening to Nice Guys podcast. Until next time, Noah, take us out. Bye bye. What the fuck? <laughs>